We're talking with Paul Young about his career and his Tex-Mex band Los Pacaminos. Is that how you pronounce it, Paul? Yes, it is, yeah. Okay, I've been rehearsing that all week. (laughs) Can you believe it's been over 25 years now you formed that band? Where's the time gone? I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it was one of the fair-of-the-moment things that I didn't see any longevity in it until we started playing together. And um, and really, we've, we've got ourselves a bit of a niche style. There is maybe one, but they actually cover a lot of songs that we've already covered, you know, so you can tell where they got the idea from. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a very specific thing. And what I try to do as the founder member is try and, although it's very difficult because we don't live in Texas, so it's very difficult to think like a Texan if you don't live there. So therefore, every so often I kind of have a little binge on some Tex-Mex music and a bit of conjunto and all this other kind of stuff and uh, try and make sure that is the core of what we are. I know that we go off sometimes and it sounds a little bit more R&B, sometimes Cajun, you know, things like that. But you've got to reflect the Texas side of the music as well as the Mexican side. Have you ever been to Texas? Yeah, I've toured in Texas. Uh, in fact, one of my favourite things to do when my children were all young was uh, go to America, pick up an RV and just drive it around Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Yeah. It's lovely, you know. And we dipped into Mexico on the very last one we did just before they became argumentative teenagers that we couldn't fit in an RV anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about your band a bit later on. Your early bands were very different to what you were doing today, weren't they? The Q-Tips and the Street Band. Put your kitchen light on, put the grill on, slip a slice under and have toast. A little piece of toast. Because there's so much to choose from. There's brown bread, white bread, all sorts of wholemeal bread. It comes in funny packages with writing on the side. But it doesn't matter which one you have. Because when you cut the crust off, have it with marmalade or butter, cheese, tomatoes, beans, banana or chocolate. If you're strange, it doesn't really matter. Oh, no, it all goes... Yeah, they were quite different. But then I was really, really into soul music at that point, you know. I've always been into every... I love one music more, you know, at any particular time. So, yes, I've got folk, soul and blues, God knows what else, but Street Band was more rock-based and then Q-Tips was more soul-based. Uh, and um, now I think we've developed a kind of a style out of originally starting as a Tex-Mex band, you know. Sure. And on us singing the opening notes for the Band-Aid single, I mean, was it Bob's idea for that? Uh, we all never know. Uh, we all remember it different ways. To be honest, there was so much going on on that day, it would be a surprise if anyone could remember it. But I spoke to Mitch. I was on tour with him in America two years ago, a uh, year before and um, I asked him because Bob remembered it different to me I trust Mitch's judgement and he said that uh, the opening line is always an important line so they recorded the rest of the song first and they still hadn't got somebody to do the opening line and in the end they called three people in maybe four and and asked them all to have a go at it and they liked mine And you've sang at many prestigious occasions down the years what is the one you most remember with Pride? I think it's got less to do with memory because our memories all fade and it's more to do with what is available on the web. So really, the one that I'm still impressed by is the Freddie Mercury concert when I did Radio Gaga. And there's another one that's on YouTube. It was Stevie Wonder, Wembley Arena by the BBC. And uh, about 10 artists all got up and sang Happy Birthday to Stevie Wonder, his own song back at him. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I did a capable job on that as well, so I'm proud of that. 1987, your Zucchero duet, 5 million copies worldwide. Were you surprised about that, how, how big that song would be? No, I believed in him. I thought he was a really great artist. 
And I think sometimes as Monty Python says, you have to use the element of surprise, you know. So it was expected of me to do it with probably a pretty pop star that was selling a lot of records at the time or something like that, you know. And yeah. I, I decided not to go that route because I hate doing the obvious. And so when I ran into Zuccaro and he said about doing a duet together, I thought, okay, up until now, I've not done a duet. This would be a great one to do. And also, I was opening myself up to Europe, you know. Yeah, yeah, which it did. Yeah, big, I big mean, time. I was already there, but boy, I mean, I've, I've almost been adopted by Italy, you know. There's no Italian restaurant I can't get into. This ain't the way I spend my morning's baby. go there more often then i think <laughs> uh, oh i mean it's great because how many televisions are there around the world <laughs> i'm always going to find somewhere yeah you are now moving on to 2002 you must be the first singer in the world to support yourself aren't you i mean lost pacaminos opening for yeah, paul yeah. young yeah not much interval break for you it was tough yeah it was hard you know it was a great fun thing to do looking back i can't believe that we actually did it you know the t-shirts are quite funny got the word out there about the band, didn't it, which is what you wanted to do anyway. Yeah, I'm still surprised at the amount of people that assume that you can only do one thing at any one time. They go, why don't you do your old stuff anymore? <laughs> and, and, I, and I go, I do, you know. By the look in your eyes I can tell you're gonna cry. Is it over me? If it is, save your tears. For I'm not worth it. You yeah, yeah. I, can take, I can put a hat on and sing one thing and take a hat off and sing about a hat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're moving forward, aren't you, with your own stuff? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm working on some. Uh, I'm, I'm working on some. Um, the loose title is basement tapes. heartache you felt with the loss of Stacey three years ago how much has playing in the band meant to you it couldn't have been easy for you Paul I mean, even my daughter said, I'm, I'm just going to get stuck into my work. I need to get stuck into something 
and I did the same thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, you have a clear love of cooking, as appeared in Celebrity MasterChef, for example. Uh, how did you do on that, and, and was it fun to be part of TV stuff? Yes, it was. I watch the MasterChefs now, and they are tough. They are so tough. <laughs> what they get them doing. Okay, they take it easy on the celebrities, but they don't with uh, the members of the public. Well, it was good fun. You know, with MasterChef, you don't learn anything unless you teach it to yourself. They want to see what you can do all the time. Uh, so really, although that was great and it was a challenge, uh, Hell's Kitchen was much more, I would say, enjoyable. But when I came out the other end of it, I, was, I thought I'd learned something. And okay. I'd been with a master, you know, yeah. like a Michelin-starred chef. So it was brilliant, really. Let's go back. Does Nashville help you in any way to, to write songs? Uh, well, like I say, I did do a stint. I went over there for two weeks and I did some songwriting out there. And what I realised was songwriting is like playing the guitar. The people that do it best are the ones that never stop doing it day in and day out. I'm my own worst enemy there because I sat around on the guitar for a bit, then I put it down. Then I practice my singing for a bit. Now let's talk about your current single, Prairie Serenade. It's getting rave reviews out there. It's receiving a lot of airplay, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's funny because uh, there wasn't much attention drawn to it, really. It was just an album track, but we always thought it was a lovely song. And so then somebody needed a relatively unknown track, something special for International Women's Day in Italy, a TV show. So we're in lockdown, we can't record a whole new song and take too long but we thought well if we all make a video to put over the top of the audio then that will sort of uh, help it enhance it brought the attention to people again and it seems to be these days having video imaging is much it seems to grab a lot more attention one day you'll hear a lonesome sound a song that takes you far away it's not a lullaby you found It's just a prairie serenade I'm saying to the guys, actually, maybe we should pick another song that, that was on the last album and put some visuals to another song that was on the album that I thought was really good. Very text-mix, you know, nice to put that out there. And visuals make a big difference to people. To yeah, say they take notice these days. They do, don't they? So, so many people, they won't really listen to audio on their phones, but you'll see them sat on there looking at their phones. So therefore, if they've got a visual yes. as well as an audio, I think it really helps to get stuff across. Now, you have a new UK and Ireland uh, tour in the diary kicking off in Basingstoke in September the 17th, on September the 17th. You must be yeah. very relieved to get back out on the road again, Paul. Yes, I am. And then there was a worry for a while that they were going to postpone it again until May next year. But because... Uh, Boris is, is moving things forward on us. Yeah. He's feeling quite confident about opening up venues again. Uh, I think they're going to go for it. And, um, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> and the nice thing is I've got a nice little run of Pacamino gigs that are started that will pick up speed just before the Paul Young tour. And uh, that, there's always that worry of getting thrown back into it, you know, after a year of nothing. Yeah. It's quite, it, it's quite daunting. But uh, the fact that I can... Ease into it with my mates and go and play a couple of little smaller venues 
but before I hit the bigger venues, is brilliant. That's another great side to the Pagaminos that I never thought about. Uh, finally, Paul, is there one musician, dead or alive, that would give you an edgy feel to your band for one gig? Who would it be? Uh, I always think I'd love to play with Flaco Jimenez, who, who is probably the most famous accordion player to come out of Mexico, and he's played with Ray Cuda. Okay. And, and um, I hope that Woody wouldn't mind. But there is a slight difference because Woody plays a keyboard accordion and uh, Flacco plays a button accordion. And they've got a very different sound. So uh, would be interested to have him. Paul Young, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I wish you well with your forthcoming tour in September. And we'll see you on that prairie road soon as well. Okay, thanks very much.